0: Hello and welcome to Cambridge Stronger podcast, where culture counts and values matter most. I'm your host, Amy Weber, and joining me today is David Nelson, president and CEO of Nelson Corp Wealth Management. Thanks for joining me, Dave. Thank
1: you, Amy. Glad to be here.
0: I always love starting off and hearing, and I know our audience does as well, from our guests about their journey in the financial services industry. Your firm um, has been around serving the financial needs of others for 40 years. So, can you start off by telling our listeners a little bit about how you began in the business, and that should evolve, I'm sure, on why you formed your company, and um, you know a little bit more about the company.
1: Sure. So, um, going back 40 years ago, give or take, uh, it was a it was an interesting start. I. I had a really good job as far as back in the day. Um, I'll just rattle off some numbers to kind of put things in perspective and tell people as far as the exciting journey that took place. But one day I'm making $22,000 a year. I have six weeks paid paid vacation. Two years later, as far as coming in the financial services industry, I was making $6,000. Obviously, it didn't look like a good decision at that point in time, but uh, I started with my father-in-law, kind of on a part-time type basis, and he was just in the fixed life insurance business. Didn't take me long to realize that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to do other things, and I wanted to uh, to, to to have a, a broader um, menu as, as far as of offerings as far as to to potential clients. And again, that didn't work too well. I, I went from looking 18 years old to looking about 40. <laughs> and so back when you're 18 years old, looking like you're 18 years old and talking to people with money, uh, they weren't really interested in listening to me. And so subsequently uh, didn't make a whole bunch of money. But uh, things turned around and we, we've had a, a, a fair amount of success over the last 40 years. And uh, it started slowly. And I questioned myself many, many, many times as I'm sure many individuals out there have done but uh, it's a great business. I love it. And uh, again, I wouldn't uh, w- wouldn't want to be in any other line of work.
0: I can't agree more. So many people I talk to, um, it's, it, and it's my favorite part of our business, we've bumped into this business accidentally. Yes. But it's been a really, you know, you, you put your head down and you embrace the beauty of what we bring, making a difference in people's lives. Yep. And it really, Um, it just really makes it all worthwhile. And then success comes behind that. Yes. Um, Clearly what's been evident with your company. So talk more about the company. How have you been able to maintain success for so long after? So you're probably right. Making $6,000 a year was not super inspiring to people out there, but you're doing way better than that now. (laughs) Thankfully. Yes. And you've got a fantastic team behind you. So talk more about that.
1: Sure. So big picture, we um, we, we, we have multiple locations. Uh, we're in Iowa, and we've got three locations as far as in, in, in the state. We've got some outside offices as well as far as that we oversee, but our, our main focus is working with individuals, um, uh, not not a heavy dose of, uh, of recruiting. I've been with Cambridge literally uh, uh, right at 10 years, and uh, it's uh, when, when we came over here, I was quite honestly ready to pretty much pack it in. Um, I was getting burned out as far as the industry, and this has been just, uh, it, it's been exciting 10 years. I feel like I start over as far as in the, in the, in the business. There's a gentleman, I, I've gone through a whole bunch of different coaching programs, and I've gotten tremendous value out of every one of them. Ron Carson, strategic coach, Bill Backrack. Bill Good, which is one I'll, I'll spend a little time with uh, discussing a little later. But strategic coach, um, uh, when, when I went and talked to this gentleman up in Toronto and you write a massive check as far as to spend time with this gentleman, to have him smack you around and try to help you make better decisions. But he asked how often I, I was thinking about retirement. And I said, you know, pretty much all the time. And this is like 15 years ago. And um, why? Because uh, there's, there's some stuff I really don't enjoy about my job. So what percentage wise would you say? I said, well, you know, when you, I don't know, 10%. You don't understand as far as some people really want to do that 10% of stuff that you hate. You need to find people that that really enjoy that. You need to focus on what you're good at. And let's be honest, uh, everybody out there is really only good at two things. And so you have to figure out what the two things are. And so that was a really, really important uh, Time of my life as far as making big, big changes as far as uh, taking the company forward. So today we've got uh, roughly, I think we're at 24 human beings as far as that work with us. Some are interfacing as far as with clients. Several are behind the scenes. We bought out three CPA firms. Uh, That's been, and I can elaborate a little later as far as on that as well. What a what a wonderful decision that's been. Um, But but. The business has grown primarily because we've been able to find really quality human beings. Uh, we're not necessarily interested, even though we have PhDs, we have MBAs, we have CPAs, we have all the credentialed people here, but we also have a lot of people that I put myself in the category of are a bunch of misfits from, you know, if you think of that Rudolph, the Red Nosed Reindeer uh, a segment, they've got all these misfits on the island. And we have a lot of those around here, people that know how to work, but they don't have the the really impressive resume, but they really are good people. And so those are the core people as far as of our operation. They are the people that day-to-day run the operation. They're the day-to-day people that are making the decisions. And again, um, we're not so big that we don't know our clients, but we're big enough as far as to be able to flex some muscle and be able to do some things. We have two big offices as far as just physical offices The one in Clinton, Iowa, which is roughly 6,000 square feet. We have CPAs here. We have an attorney as far as that's housed in our building here. And then a lot of planners and and staff. And we've got a brand new operation, which, again, I can expand on a little later as well, in the Davenport area, so the Quad City area for those that are outside the area. And uh, that, too, will be roughly 6,000 square feet. It's a gorgeous building. And, again, we've done this. Um, because we need it. And it's just the the image of it is just fantastic. And it's driven uh, an unbelievable amount of business our direction.
0: It just went through a lot of uh, what I would call really critical decision points in that. And I know a lot of people in our audience um, listen to Cambridge Stronger and they hear these stories and everybody, everybody, has their next level, whatever that might be right, in terms sure. of when do we go there? So can you share a little bit about maybe one or two of those decision points and how did you know that it was the right time to make an investment and take a risk? How do you know when to add yes, um, and and make that call?
1: We're, we're a big believer in always overstaffing. Um, so you, you know, the turnover happens. We're very fortunate. We haven't had a lot of turnover, but, but that that's, that's very crucial. Um, I, I hate to say this, but a lot of the decisions that that we've made um, have just pretty much been based on the checkbook balance. As simple as that sounds, today we're much more sophisticated in the decisions that we made. But but back in the day, when I was wearing 15 hats, trying to grow the business, trying to add personnel behind the scenes, trying to train them, trying to add uh, advisors that hopefully you know would hang around a, a while and. All of that translated into a tremendous amount of work, and uh, and I'm a pretty simple guy from the standpoint of making some of these decisions, and it it came back to the checkbook. I always believe that when things got rough, if we spent money, that something great was going to happen—not something good, but something great was going to happen. And every single time it has, we've been big believers through the years, as far as probably. 75% of the growth that we've seen has been pretty much through the years done through workshops, seminars, that type of stuff. Um, I'm pretty good as far as in front of a group. And we do TV, TV, uh, we have a WHBF, uh, which is channel four, CBS, as far as for those people outside the area, Uh, we do a a news segment uh, with them. uh, Every Tuesday, it's a three minute segment, stuck right in the news, news segment. Um, We do commercials, we do we we've done a radio program for over 30 years all these things are really crucial to it but again the decision itself comes down to just having the courage as we tell clients when things are really really bad you know we're asking you today to to just close your eyes and believe and again we did a lot of that ourselves as far as through the years and it's it it's, it's panned out and again this isn't about you know thumping one's chest by any means it's just that um, if you get if you you have good people around you and you really focus on what you're good at and you let other people focus on what they're good at I, I believe good things will happen not could happen but will happen and uh, certainly you know as far as our operation is concerned people hear the number you know we, we wasn't that many years ago and there was five six of us now it's 20 20 plus people Part of that, again, is the CPA side of the operation. The other part of it is just our, our wealth management side. And um, we, we've been blessed to find good people. I've got a lot of family involved now, which is also can bring to the table some unique uh, uh, challenges. But, uh, but again, for us, it's been absolutely fantastic.
0: Family involved brings challenges and opportunities. It's a great segue to talk about succession and business planning. How important is it for someone whether they're an individual or an organization to take the thoughtful process behind succession and business planning seriously?
1: Yeah, um, I I unfortunately um, saw it real close to to, to firsthand. Um, I've had some, I'm a very healthy guy, I eat well, I work out every single day, don't miss a day. Um, And I found myself in the University of Iowa Hospital for a little over two weeks uh, early this year and the doctor, as I went back for my follow-up appointment, said, we thought uh, five days in a row you weren't going to make it. And that, that's a, quite an eye-opener. Now, had we not uh, empowered people in advance, um, uh, primarily three of these individuals, family, um, to kind of run the operation, uh, we would have been in pretty tough shape. The other part of it is, is, and, and I've always carried disability income from a very early age. I, I'm one that believes that if you plan for the worst, things can only get better. If you plan for the best, you got your head in the clouds. I really believe that. I, I think that I tell clients that, but we got to walk the talk as well. And so I've had disability income type type coverage, never, ever, ever needed it, never even thought about needing it, but it happened. And uh, December, uh, I I started feeling different and had this strange tick in my shoulder and again, end up in the hospital. And uh, uh, encephalitis, it was a, a variation of that. And it's a swelling of the brain. My wife likes to joke that, you know, my brain is plenty big, you know, as far as my ego part of it. Uh, it wasn't real funny. <laughs> at the time. I'm sure I went along with, I was a good sport. but anyway, at the end of the day, it, uh, it, it, it basically put me out of literally, uh, out of the business here for, for six months. And, uh, fortunately I'm back. I, I, I think my brain came back with me fortunately. And, uh, and yeah, it, it's just crucial. And, and again, most people don't view it as this is something I need to get to today. It's something you need to get to today. We've done it. We did it years ago. My, my uh, business planning started in 1987. I was in the industry for about five years at that point in time. And uh, it was crucial. We, we put it in place back then. We incorporated. We did some of these things. Uh, think big. That, that there was a gentleman in the insurance industry that that uh, is one of my heroes. There's actually two, John Savage and Ben Feldman. But Ben Feldman is very famous for saying, you know, the, 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 it's built around again insurance, but it applies as far as to us as, as as planners, and that is being able to think big, and that's a simple saying, but it, it's just it's so important. You know, if you hang around people that are doing fifty thousand dollars in business back in the day, bottom line, that's probably where you're going to find yourself. So it's it's getting in the in the mindset of hey, I I I've prepared myself which again, I'm a CFP, CLU, CHFC. So I've got a lot of background pertaining to money. And I think that that's very crucial because not only does it give you the technical expertise, it, it borderline almost makes you arrogant because you, you, you think you can handle any situation. And I can And so when you know that, it comes across to people and uh, again, as a real benefit. So people need to do their own planning before we can advise other people, just like you need to have your own insurance Disability, and you need to have your own life insurance program in check. If you don't, it's pretty hard to tell other people you should be doing this when you're not doing it yourself.
0: And I can also say, in my observations, maybe the other component that really made a difference because it was really inspiring to watch. Um, of course, we were all worried about you, but um, your team, you clearly had empowered them while you were still right there where yep. they could ask you. So they didn't miss a beat. I'm sure somewhere behind the scenes, there were some breakdowns and, you know, oh, my gosh, moments um, about how they were going to do it. But from the outside for us and also, I'm sure, for your clients, they really hit the ground running and didn't miss a beat. And people don't usually they aren't usually always able to do that unless you've given them the opportunity along the way. And I, you know, I applaud you for making sure that that could happen.
1: Yes, thank you. Um, We did, and we have, and we'll continue to as far as going forward. I I coach on on kind of a part-time job. Um, Doesn't feel like it as far as most of the time, but I've coached a varsity basketball program for close to 20 years. And uh, so the newspaper, when I didn't show up for the games, uh, the newspaper uh, would print in there, Coach Nelson missed an additional game, and so blah, 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 you, you know, out on illness and what have you. So the phone locally started ringing off the hook. Anybody that read as far as how the how my team did would see that and say, you know, what's going on? So the, the, the folks around here were dealing with that um, as far as local, but outside of this, mo- most clients had no clue as far as that I was out to lunch. And, uh, and I, I guess that's a real compliment as far as to the people here that they did a good job. So uh, you're right, you have to empower them and you have to be there as far as to help along the way. You can't turn over the keys in a crazy situation and expect things to be flawless. And so I've always been a believer, and again, most of this is family as far as the decision-making individuals. I've been a big believer And one of the presentations I did for Cambridge over in Hawaii a few years back was talking about family planning and dealing with it. And I know that sounded, I got a lot of chuckles out of this, but I meant it. And it isn't to be mean and arrogant but it's uh, my my kids are going to pay the price just like I did as far as they're going to starve for a while, and I'm okay with that. And um, and a lot of people, again, I don't think they really believed it. There's a lot of chuckling going on, but it's true, and I wanted them to toughen up, and we weren't here as far as to help make all the decisions. I'm a believer that you have to figure it out. And, uh, you know, don't go looking for help. Just figure it out. And so they did, and, again, they become really good at it. And it's basically allowed me, even prior to this illness, to really do what I want to do, and that is I want to talk as far as whether it be on TV or presentations as far as to clients or on the radio and meeting with clients, and that's all I'm going to do, and I'm very blessed as far as to do that and not have to worry about any of the day-to-day
0: operations. Yeah, that's great. Um, congratulations. Great team. Thank you. So talk more about, um, you mentioned briefly your various locations. Uh, what drove you to Form other locations. I think in one of those new locations, you just went into a new building recently, right? That's exciting. Yep. I saw some stuff out on social media. Yep. Um, and so what's behind that and what does each location do and how do you segment that out?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, so we, we have individuals as far as in, uh, in Clinton that service the Dubuque operation, the Dubuque uh, operation was a buyout of a gentleman from Cambridge that, uh Unfortunately, he was really ill. He was in his 40s and wasn't gonna make it, and he needed a succession plan. We stepped in, we took that over. We're now in his location. We continue to work that from this location uh, in Clinton, Iowa. As far as the other location is concerned, it's a much bigger population base. It's roughly half a million individuals. I'm in a relatively small community here. There's 30,000 people, give or take, probably 50,000 within a 10-mile radius, give or take so it was again thinking bigger and saying hey we need to do something so what we did is we went into uh, basically like a strip mall type type operation and we took this little uh little location and uh, and start building as far as from there try to get in the community get out uh, to rotary type meetings and do the the traditional type stuff get our name out there etc and that worked okay but then we said, you know, we're either going to do this right or we're not going to do it at all. And so the decision was to make to get people in that uh, proximity, people that I trusted. You know, I had people for years saying, why don't you hire somebody there? Well, I'm not going to have my, at that time, 30 year reputation destroyed by somebody that's just going to, you know, lie or whatever, whatever. And I can't track that and I can't monitor that well. So we brought people from this location and they moved and got in the area and they basically been running it day to day. The other part of it and why we, we, we went as expansive as we did, so we're talking about a building that's 6,000 square feet, two and a half million bucks, it's stone, it's absolutely gorgeous uh, type, type building, but when we built the, the operation in Clinton, it wasn't stone, but it's brick and we had so many people come in here as far as right after we built it and said we wanted to work with you because we thought you're going to be here for a while. It all was built around just the, the actual structure of the building, it had nothing to do with anything we said, it was just that it was a building that's gonna last a while. The one down in the Quad Cities, the Dabport uh, uh, building, same thing, same philosophy, um, big market, we're, we're already there, we're getting call-ins like crazy, and I'm not kidding you, as far as from TV commercials that we're running, and uh, they have to do with, again, just this, and we, we, we're all in them, as far as the individuals, as far as in the office here, talking about some pretty simple type stuff as far as our our, our our approach as far as to it. And we're getting big calls from, from big money people. You would think that it's the ten dollars and $20,000 deposit type people that are calling. It's not. It's people that have real wealth. And we've tried to conceptually kind of build it similar to to the commercials we see on TV, and I'm drawing a blank right now. Where we prosper, as they prosper, um, everybody's seen the commercials, whatever. And we've kind of built on that 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 type of approach, and it's worked really, really well. It's a it's a great location, a, a absolutely gorgeous building, and because of that, again, we've got a lot of chatter going on as far as in the Quad Cities about it. And yeah, we're about two weeks from from being actually in the building. We start moving stuff in, but we'll be up and running roughly two weeks.
0: So exciting. Thank you. So you referenced a couple of times some various coaching and marketing programs that you've benefited from as you've been building your business. Yep. You, if, if somebody out there in our audience has limited resources, but they're thinking about where to make their first investment as it relates to marketing and, and or coaching, um, what, are the t- what are the two that you think somebody should start off looking at?
1: no question bill good marketing bill good gorilla marketing system i don't know the price tag anymore i used to know all this stuff and I, I i don't mean that to sound arrogant i just don't pay any bills or anything anymore i don't care how much it costs quite honestly it's worth every penny they put out the best letters when there's a crisis that comes up as far as when the towers were hit years ago we had a letter the same day as far as to send out to clients to try to take this complicated stuff and try to simplify it the problem in our industry is you have people that Because everything has to go through compliance. It has to be written in a certain manner as far as the proper disclosure So you have people in this industry that are good writers, but they can't get anything as far as through compliance and or um, They understand the business from a technical perspective, but they can't write and so I fall into that that category I, I can't write I couldn't put anything together if I had to so this entity is a is a group that understands both sides of it. They understand the packaging and they understand as far as the the technical stuff that needs to be done, but they write in such a way that people can understand it versus most of the stuff that's out there today, you can't understand. So that would be clearly number one as far as the most important thing that I would do. The other would be um, probably the RPM uh, system as far as uh, when I came over, I had done all these other programs and they said, well, you're probably, beyond the, the, the level that we're going to go into here. So I took a look at it and I said, no, it, it's just great reminders because all of this stuff is just being held accountable. It's basically hiring somebody that you think is pretty smart and can kind of relate as far as to what you're doing. In the perfect world, they're in the trenches, as I like to say, as far as day to day doing what we're doing. And then trying to, again, have somebody smack you when you need to be smacked. And that's basically what I've I've done through the years. We've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in coaching over the years. And again, way back when I couldn't afford anything, I spent money and magically things just came together. And I believe everybody else out there can, can do the same if you're willing to work hard. And uh, again, people hear that you're coaching, you're this, you're that. My life consists of work, going home and seeing my family. I have five children, I have 10 grandchildren, soon to be 12 grandchildren. Uh, we got twins on the way here, and I coach basketball, and that's pretty much it. Now, to some people, that's a boring life. To me, it's just the absolute perfect life. I love what I do. I've designed my life around the business around my life, and that's really the secret. You don't let the business basically control your life. You've got to design the business around your life, and when people can accomplish that, it's going to be really, really good. So I'd say RPM, and I would say Bill good gorilla Marketing System Follow it to the letter of the law. Do exactly what they tell you to do, and you will see your production double in the next two to three years, period,
0: if you follow it. That's awesome. Um, RPM uh, being Cambridge's program, the I hear a lot uh, the accountability coaches do absolutely yes. kick butt and make sure they hold you accountable. And exactly. regardless of what level you're at, uh, yep. that, that can matter right? Exactly. Especially for a lot of us that have adult ADHD, because we're yes.
1: entrepreneurs. <laughs> exactly. And I fall in that category. That's shiny objects. I'm always, I've got two two people now that are in a management capacity as far as that have been quite helpful for me, because in, in the past I had nobody put any reins around me. And so I'm out there trying this and trying that. And nobody, you know, the, what I've rattled off here are the successes. I could probably spend another hour and a half telling you about all the things that didn't work out and all of the millions that we spent through the years on the stuff that didn't work out. But it's part of the price. And again, the whole idea of RPM is taking the best ideas, regurgitating them to other people as far as what they're doing, and hopefully shorten the learning curve. Again, it all comes back to work ethic. And do I have that, that desire as far as to make people's lives better? And when, when you really buy into that idea, very similar to what Cambridge talks about all the time as far as kindness, uh, as far as the, the, the company's approach to things. We buy into it 100%. We believe it. That's why, again, and, and, and this is not a blow about about anybody else, but we were the large, the largest BD for a number of years. And man, things changed and they changed radically as far as when we were there. We were one of their bigger shops as far as when we departed and came over here in 2011. And we've been a disciple as far as of Cambridge, as far as telling any and all people that would listen, how good uh, the company is as far as in many, many fronts and the human beings that are behind the scenes that really have made life better for us.
0: Thank you. It's been a a great 10 years as a team, that's for sure. I think our core values are very synergistic and that's the number one um, necessity that has to happen for, for us to have a great relationship like we have with you guys. Um, So you mentioned making things, um, helping people, making a difference in people's lives. Talk about how you give back in your community and education and coaching. Um, You talked about your basketball coaching, but financial coaching to young people is important to you. Can you share with us? Today's a great
1: example. Uh, I got back a couple hours ago as far as from um, each year, um, St. Ambrose, by the way, St. Ambrose as one example, I talk about this all the time with folks uh, there, uh, advisors, it, TIA-CREF, now CREF, throw it aside, tia you guys have a relationship with them where individuals can go into universities and work with the professors and whatever there and have the, the, their method of payment via the, uh, uh, the, a debit from, from their account. It's been absolutely terrific. So we've created this relationship. It's a, it, we're the sole provider as far as with a, a, a local university. Uh, today that local university had their graduation for their PAs, physicians assistance program that they have. I think it's only one of two in the whole state of Iowa. And anyway, so they've got 42 uh, graduates as far as from that. And every year they have me come in and just talk to them about money. So their entire existence at Ambrose has been, you know, as far as learning the technical skills that they need as far as uh, to, uh, to, to help make people healthier, make them better. And what they want now is they want a little bit of focus as far as towards the, the money decisions, so I was there today as far as just to talk to them. We spent an hour together, to up being another hour and 15 minutes answering questions after I was done, trying to help these brilliant individuals as far as that, that are going to be out in all the communities around the country as far as here very, very soon. Um, so that that's, that's one method. The other stuff that we do a lot of is we have set up, my wife and I have set up uh, donor advised funds uh, through Renaissance long time ago. We're going back, even prior to, uh, to coming over here as far as to Cambridge. And we call it our little mini, mini foundations. And through the mini foundations, we dole out roughly six figures per year as far as to local nonprofit organizations. We partner with a whole bunch of them. We, we, we drive so much business. And, and again, everybody take this the way it's meant. Because we're so visible, because we do so much for the community, the bottom line is people come to us just because of this type of business. I'm not saying give money away to charity to drive business. I'm saying if you do it, it will drive business for the right reasons. Do it for the right reasons. And we get a real charge out of it. I, I, I grew up in a blue-collar blue fam, family. My dad worked at a, at a factory maintenance for 38 years. My mom didn't work outside the home. That's my upbringing. And that's who I relate to those, those type of people. And so in a community like we're in, it's a very blue collar community. um, You need to be able to relate to those people. And when you give back locally and you are involved in the community and coaching for 20 years, You know, people recognize that. And uh, again, it's a small way of saying thank you. And uh, again, they just show up. We get so much walk-in business. Just to put it in perspective, last year alone, we had 122 um, new clients that we brought aboard. Um, Just unbelievable. And they're coming from every direction. TIA craft, big. CPA firms, uh, uh, significant. TV commercials, significant. Radio, not so much walk-ins big time referrals big time um and I, I i just put on here we're a big fish in a really small pond so so it, it we're lucky i guess at the end of the day we're very lucky and again we make sure that we give back as far as in the community we, we do a lot of uh, co-op type stuff with with uh, charities uh you know we'll fund various uh, things for them big big fundraisers we got our name splattered as far as a lot of different places there. So uh, stuff just happening in a, in a very positive way.
0: And you do a lot of client events, right? And a lot of those have a charitable um, twist on them frequently, which I think makes a real difference too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So with educational stuff and a lot of fun stuff. This is Ron Carson. He doesn't do a lot of educational stuff anymore. He does a lot of fun stuff. That's the bulk of the stuff that we do anymore. Like uh, the Christmas party that's coming up here shortly, what we do is the entry fee as far as into it is bring a child toy and to bring uh, food. And so canned, canned goods, that type of stuff, cereal, what have you. And then that all goes to charity and we stuff pickup trucks full of this stuff we've got give or take 1500 clients many of them are in the, uh, the local area so the bottom line is you know we're able to really impact the community the other thing we're trying to do is we're trying to link up charities with a lot of our retired people that that need need a purpose and so we're trying to be that that uh, connection as far as between those those two uh, entities and uh, that's working quite well as well and again it's you know again in the early days it's all about trying to make a buck And at some point you get beyond trying to make a buck and you just really want to make a difference. And uh, I'll just brag for one second here, and I I brought this up earlier, and it's our basketball season, it was cut short for me, but the team ended up undefeated as far as in conference play. Every player, every starter was on some all-conference level. I got coach of the year, and I sat out two-thirds of that season. I don't know what that says. You know, maybe I overstate my importance, but uh I think it line, says great yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So anyway, so it was uh it yeah, it's it, it's terrific. And people see that and they they can tell when you're a phony. You know, people can 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 pick up on that. So if you do it for the right reasons, people are gonna know it. They're 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 gonna wanna do business with you. So it's terrific.
0: Yeah, so heartwarming. I love those stories. Thank you. Um, Davis, we're nearing the end of our time. Is there anything that I haven't asked that you think our listeners should hear from you?
1: Yeah, to me, probably the, the, just to really hammer home the issue as far as the importance of planning and making sure your stuff is in order. And that, that includes your estate planning documents. You know, I mentioned life insurance. I mentioned DI. But you know how many times was my wife asked? Because I st- I was in one hospital, then they shuffled me to a bigger, uh, thank God, a bigger, uh, more knowledgeable hospital. And uh, that hospital, everybody's asking for power attorney, for health care, and living wills, and that type of stuff. People really need to 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 have that that stuff together. And again, why is that important? Well, obvious, for obvious reasons. But I think the bigger one is when you're telling people that they need to do this planning. <laughs> You know it's hard to really show that 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 empathy and the importance of that as far as to individuals if you haven't done your own planning and so again you have to have that planning you know again most individuals out there they're going to at some point probably say well you know in my early days so the younger ones here's what you probably if you haven't heard already you might you know what would you tell your mother to do you know i got that a lot in the early days Now what I hear from people is, well, what are you doing You know, as far as this type of stuff? And uh, again, being able to tell the truth. uh, Here's what I've done. Not having to lie to them that you have this planning yourself, but telling the truth that you've done the planning is really crucial. And having that in place, as I tell clients, when you're done with this, here's what's going to take place. You're going to have this big... Ah, that big exhale where you feel good. I've been meaning to get to this for years. I finally got it done, and it feels so good. Well, the same can be said as far as for doing your own planning. And when you do, it feels so good. So I would just, just end on that, and you get tell people, do it. If you have any questions on any of this stuff, I am more than happy to, to visit. I By no means have all the answers, trust me. I'm a little, at times, maybe a little full of myself just from, Again, just a little excitement, what have you? But uh, it's a great business to be in, and you can make a real difference as far as in people's lives. And again, if you're lucky enough to to, to be able to do well, um, it feels so good. Yeah, everybody says it, but it is true. It feels so good as far as to give it away, and uh, and we'd certainly encourage people to do that.
0: Well said. Thanks for sharing your life, your journey. You're a great example of Cambridge Stronger. Thank you for trusting us, and we look really forward to helping you and maybe longer term your entire team continue to build great things into the future.
1: Thank you, Amy. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Cambridge Stronger. I invite you to listen to my podcast episodes where I have candid conversations with genuine inspirational financial professionals and leaders within this fiercely independent financial services industry. The best of the best, the strongest of the strongest. You can listen to my podcast on... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the Podbean app. If you like what you've heard, please give us a review and head on over to our blog for more content at cambridgestronger.com. That's cambridgestronger.com.